kids, people, welcome to Motivation Central Station. I'm Grandpa Jim. I've got a program lined up for you tonight. We are going to talk about Ghislaine Maxwell and her bail that was not given. (laughs) And she's going to be locked up for a year. And any narcissist hates to sit idle. And we're going to also talk about our neighbors to the north, Canada, and why they've handled the corona virus so well. So a uh, big shout out to uh, the U.S. Uh, federal prosecutors for getting Ghislaine Maxwell in custody and into court. And yesterday was her bond hearing, and there will be no bond given. And I want to give a shout out to all the ladies that were terrorized by these two terrorists, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. And so when we look at a narcissist, this is the worst possible thing that can happen to Ghislaine Maxwell. A narcissist loves to bully people around. We heard that over and over from these girls, how mean she was. And yesterday, if anybody caught Annie Farmer, one of the victims, she is the little sister to Maria Farmer, who was the first to file uh, with the FBI in 1996 that she was abused by Epstein and Maxwell and the paperwork just kind of got shuffled and they pacified her and then nothing happened. But now she is a key player in bringing down these two people. And if anybody caught her little sister Annie yesterday, when they interviewed her about Ghislaine Maxwell and her feelings towards her, She just broke down hysterically because in her eyes, that was the person that did the most trauma to her. So she, uh, they approached Maria Farmer, Ghislaine, and Jeffrey, uh, uh, approached Maria Farmer and asked if she had any siblings. And she says, well, I have my younger sister, Annie. And she is uh, aspiring, I believe, to become a massage therapist or something. And so the two pretended that uh, Annie um, would be uh, treated well and be able to go to these this great school for massage therapy. But first she should come out to the mansion out in New Mexico first and then they will hook her up with these uh, massage therapy classes and uh, after uh, she was there for a while she realized they were not going to hook her up with any uh, classes and she really trusted uh, Ghislaine and so yesterday when they asked her about this whole scenario, uh, she really broke down because she felt like she trusted Ghislaine. She believed her. She was believing 
the person in sheep's clothing. And uh, she would learn later that Ghislaine was the one that really abused her and, you know, took away her trust in humanity. And so um, with Ghislaine, at least for now, the ladies can celebrate. All the victims can celebrate because Ghislaine, being a narcissist, likes to have control. She likes to be admired. She likes to be in the public eye. She likes a lot of admiration. And she likes to bully people. We've heard this over and over by the girls. But, you know, she's a jet setter. And her lifestyle, you know, we think of people that travel, but her lifestyle was crazy traveling. We know, too, you know, it was kind of interesting when all the evidence of how the FBI found her in New Hampshire and when they came up to the mansion, how she ran and hid. And, you know, that right there is a big guilt thing. She didn't come to face them. You know, she's been on the run. She knows she's done wrong. She knows she's in trouble. And so, um, you know, that was just a real tall tale sign of, you know, her guilt and all this when you're running and hiding. And, you know, hopefully she is feeling some shame and some pain now, but usually narcissists have a hard time feeling that. And we had talked about that too. So she's a chip off the block. Her father was the same. Uh, Robert Maxwell was a big tycoon, media tycoon in Europe. Um, Was very in the same light. Same type of behaviors. Needed to be in big crowds. Needed to uh, be with the rich and famous. Um, Jet-setting lifestyle. Same thing. And so... uh, Apples don't fall too far from the trees. We've talked about this on many programs. A lot of these mental health diagnoses, depression, bipolar, uh, substance abuse, alcoholism. If the parent has it, there's a very high likelihood. It's just like eye color. If one or the other parent has uh, a mental health disorder or substance abuse problem, you have about a 60% chance of having the disease. And also, if both parents have it, the numbers go up even a little bit higher. So, And a lot of people, too, think they don't have these disorders like their parents because they may not drink, but they are often what we call a dry drunk. They still have very selfish behaviors. They're very... um, into themselves, uh, you know, very aggressive type behaviors. So Ghislaine, the other humiliations that she is going to suffer, not just being um, able to jet set, she's going to be stuck in one cell, which is just terrorizing her already because she's so used to freely moving around. She is being bossed around right now. She is used to being the boss, so she's lost those two privileges already. 
Um, she is wearing a paper dress. <laughs> this lady, uh, the store she shops in, the tissue paper that they put into her, uh, her, her shopping bags probably costed more than her 13 cent paper dress. You know, no makeup, no hair. This lady is being woken up very quickly and is going to get to sit for a very, very long time. So props to the girls. If you're a narcissist, if any of these things are ringing true with you, uh, there is treatment. Uh, the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota has a treatment for narcissists, a lot of group therapy. There are some medications that help. But basically just breaking things down, um, going to groups, sharing what's going on with you, learning how to empathize with other people, trying to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Um, those are all good things. So I'm so excited. Uh, I'm glad the way this case is starting off, the way this judge said no bail, we don't care how much money you have. We don't care any BS stories that your defense attorneys, you are being locked up. And that's a good step in the right direction because I'm hoping these girls that were traumatized, no fault of their own, basically bamboozled that they would have these great uh, careers and, you know, walking into a billionaire's home, you're going to think, wow, these people can hook me up. And then to lock the door and then uh, violate these uh, young people, children, They're, they were children. And so uh, definitely, I hope she never sees daylight. And uh, so, but I want to switch to our friends to the north. I want to talk about coronavirus and how rampant it is in our country. Um, the good thing about communist countries, when they tell people to wear a mask, they put a mask on, or they receive harsh, harsh penalties. Not like a sh public shaming from another citizen. No, you are put in jail. You are, and our friends to the north, Canada, and one of my habits every night is to listen to Charles Adler out of uh, Calgary, uh, uh, Canada. It goes across the whole nation. Very cool guy. Very uh, talks my cup of tea. Wants to help people. Always uh, empathizes. Tries to look at the other uh, person and what they're going through. Uh, very good, good stuff. And so I highly recommend him, but uh, they've been putting a lot of experts on his call-in talk show, and they are, um, you know, the best health professionals uh, with the coronavirus situation there. And they were having a group discussion, why is their death rate so low? Why is there contact? And the consensus is they listen to their government. They are told to put on their mask and they just do it. Like, it's not about you. You know, when you're not wearing your mask, you know what segment of our population right now is really, really going down the tubes fast with coronavirus? It is the 
Hispanic population. And the reason why is because they have all the service industry jobs. You know what? And they show up with a smile. And you, with your white privilege and your fancy income and your fancy car, can't put on a 79 cent. There's a hardware store in my town that sells masks. They have a big bin full that you could back a semi truck up to, and they're 79 cents a piece. You cannot put on a 79 cents a piece, pocket your pride, and put on a mask to save these people. They have, uh, they're doing a job you'd never want to do. They are uh, family oriented, beautiful people, beautiful culture nothing to be afraid of and uh they're not what uh our man in the white house said they are uh every population has those same individuals that he said uh, across culture it's not just hispanic people uh it's your people right here in the states <laughs> you know and probably worse and probably worse we are a very violent nation and so uh, if you cannot put on a mask to help these uh, young families raising kids to save their lives, to help them, and, uh, and you may be asymptomatic. You might be walking around fine. The governor of uh, Oklahoma, I believe today, was a big, I'm not wearing a mask guy. He's got COVID-19. <laughs> He's got, Texas is on fire. The between Texas, Florida, and Arizona, they had like yesterday, I think they had like two thirds of the world's cases just in those three states. That didn't include the rest of America. We look like, you know, the other thing when I'm not listening to Canadian radio, I flip over and I listen to some a South African uh, radio station because I, I like to see how we affect the rest of the world. And I didn't really realize the depth because I, I haven't been a world traveler, but through this radio, I quickly learned that our music influences their culture, our television, our movies, it's all over the world. And in South Africa, they're laughing at the United States. Everybody looks up to us. We're the beacon of the world and we are not shining anymore it's disastrous uh you know we didn't make this country great again that's what i'm gonna <laughs> we made it disastrous you know deathful if that's a word it's deathful it's frightening to see what has happened in this country in the last four years. I'm sad to say my state flipped the last election around. And uh, so even though they're showing Biden up with this uh, 11 points today, it means nothing. It's the Electoral College. The states of Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio, Pennsylvania, if you are a Dem or you don't want to see red in the White House, 
You need to go to these states and help canvas and push. There has to be a concentration in this, these states where, because it's not about the popular vote. You know, Hillary, Hillary won by 3 million or 4 million votes last time around. So, you know, that's not the key. The key is to flipping those states that haven't. And, you know, the big prediction is come fall, the flu's going to be around, and they don't. They say you can't uh, differentiate one virus from the other, and if you get them both, it's almost, almost an automatic death sentence. And so these are new times, people. Um, you know the good thing about communist countries, if there's only one good thing, is their citizens listen to what's going on, or the penalties are just harsh. And we're too cool for that. We're we're way above that. We're just we're like the slickest nation on earth when it comes to being slick. <laughs> and so but I saw this on Facebook last week. A mask is not a political statement. It's an IQ test. You know? So uh anyways, I wanted to rant a little bit today. Um, I'm always talking. I just did my last podcast on anger and sharing it. So I wanted to share it with you tonight on the coronavirus situation. And God bless America for locking up Ghislaine Maxwell. Thank God she didn't get back to France where she would have never faced uh, extradition. And so uh, love you all. Uh, sometimes Grandpa Jim needs to pout and spout <laughs> as well as he preaches. I'm only a human, too, trying to get through another day. I love each and every one of you. If you like these types of podcasts, if you could please hit subscribe. So please go try to help another person today. And if you don't have nothing to give, remember, you can always give a smile. <laughs>